Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. Yeah. How cool is that video? I can't rap and I feel like maybe he just said everything that I need to say, but I'm tree anyway. I'm going to talk for about 10 minutes, so you're stuck with me. <laughs> yeah. What a way to start, hey? So if I haven't met you, as I said, I'm Tree. Josh and I are the youth directors here, and we, um, we love you guys, and we just love doing this. And we've got three beautiful little girls who are all, like, snotty and coffee and disgusting, and I've been stuck at home all week, so I'm super excited to be here just to talk with actual people. Yay! So here we are. Now, so we've seen a little video about church, and I know... Um, church can be a controversial thing sometimes when we talk about the church because a lot of different things might come to your mind when I say the word church. And if you've been around here for a while, they might be more positive. But maybe, maybe there's some more negative things that come to your mind. Maybe you haven't had a great experience with church. So we just want to shape and explain to you what God's church, what, how God designed the church to really be. Um, and what, what, what better way to start than with two amazing youth who are going to come and tell you what church are to them, is to them. Thank you. Uh, so give Sweden and Olympia a big hand. Yeah. Hey. Hi, guys. Hi, Sweden. Hey. Go. Oh, oh I'm just, starting. Just go. All right, give me one sec. No. Oh. <laughs> Just joking. You go. You can have a second if you like. There you go. So, hi, if you don't know me, I'm Sweden. Um, so, and the name. Hey, guys. Uh, the name came from, basically, I come from Sweden. So, it's not very, that's it. So, basically, I always went to church with my mom in Sweden then. And um, we moved over here, me and mom uh, moved over here late 2011. So, that's five-ish years ago. Good math. Um, and then, yeah, once we started, we moved to Bomb Beach here and we started, you know, church hunting, looking for churches here that we could get into. And, same things. Um, we found a few, uh, like, just here and there. But I remember one church that we went into was, um, it was kind of an olden style church. So they had the pastor up the front with the massive robes and all of that. And me and mum went into that and we actually stayed for the session. And I remember at the end we were all, you know, talking to all of them and then, uh, I was whispering to my mom in Swedish then, and I was like, could we please never, ever come back here? <laughs> and then mom was like, yeah, no, I don't want to either. So, yeah, that was good fun. Uh, <laughs> then we somehow found Gateway, probably through uh, school. Uh, I think mom found out that a couple of kids from school went here. Uh, so, yeah, I just decided to try it out, see another church. Uh, back then I was really shy, you know, I didn't really talk to many people. I didn't really know anyone coming from different, you know, the other side of the world, it was pretty, pretty scary coming into, you know, this big church with big youth and all of that, so, and yeah, basically, what did I say, uh, yeah, basically, coming, yeah, church and youth as well then, and basically, they just walk, or you guys, the church, uh, just welcoming in, welcome me into both places, you know, always encouraging me, and yeah, that shaped who I really am today, um, so years go by, and obviously I'm this pretty familiar guy around church. I know quite a few of you. Um, and I also love church because of the ways that everyone can just get like involved in it, and they encourage youth getting involved with like tech up the back. I know old Maxi boys up there now, and um, I used to do tech a bit, and uh, Matty boy does tech, and you know you've got 
the welcoming team and greeting team for church. Um, and there's too many of you that do that. Uh, you know, you've got car parking and all of that. And it's just awesome seeing that, you know, the church really investing in the youth as the next generation that will leave, lead, lead the church. So, yeah. Thanks, Sarah. Um, hi guys, I'm Olympia, and basically when um, Trey texted me being like, do you want to do a little thing on like why you love the church? And I'm like, right, well, here we go. There's a million reasons, but I came down to the fact that um, a thing that's extremely important to me is family, and church feels like family. And uh, the way I sort of articulated it to Trey was all the money in the world could not buy the kind of support network that I have from my family, from my church family. And um, a lot of you would know is my mum um, was recently diagnosed with cancer um, for the second time. So that was a real big blow on the way we were going, the way we were travelling. And, you know, I realised that when that happened, I was like, I have so many people that I can lean on right now, especially my two best friends, Holly and Phoebe, who, like, know how much I hit them up. Shout out to the squad. Um, (laughs) But I just... It's just one big family, and I know that I can lean on so many people. I lean on the leaders. I lean on the youth. I lean on, you know, my mum's friends in her life group, you know, always coming and checking me and being like, can we bring you food? Can we drive you anywhere? Let me know. And, like, it's not that kind of, like, yeah, let us know. Like, it's, like let us know like we want to help and that's why I love the church because you guys love me so yeah beautiful there you go thanks guys give it up so basically if you don't want to come to church the reason that you should come to church is because you get free food (laughs) but no 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 um so we're getting closer though to the real picture of what church is and for me that's home that's what's, what, that's what's coming through. And that's what I personally think of when I think of the church. And I just want to take a brief moment just to say, if you are here tonight and you've had a bad experience with the church or all you've known of the church is a negative thing, and I just want to say that I'm so sorry for that and I'm so sad and I know that God is too because that's not what he intended. intended. And look, there are churches out there that, and every church is full of people and people are not perfect and they may hurt you. And, and there are definitely churches out there who claim the name of, of Jesus and they claim to be the church, but they do not represent the church. Like those crazy picket holding God hates fags churches, that is not a representation of the church as God intended it. They they may use his name, but he, they, they do not represent the church. So I want to clear some stuff up today and tell you a little bit more about um, who God what God made the church to be and what it and what it truly is. Um, we're also going to get... Can you welcome up Laura Brockwell? I practiced that a thousand times. Woo! So many times in my head, so I didn't say Laura. <laughs> yes, Thanks, nailed Trey. it. Laura's got a really cool story, so I wanted you guys to hear um, a diff- from a different perspective. Sorry. Just tell us a little bit about your story with the church. Um, so I started coming to Gateway with my family when I was six years old. Um, my dad basically received a tap on the shoulder from God when he was at work and one of his friends attended here and he brought the whole family. My mum thought it was a phase and stopped going after about a year and um, my sister and I kept going. So um, basically I was part of the, oh, what are they, what's it called now? It's not Kids Biz anymore, it's God's Own, God's Own program here. <laughs> I was part of the God's Own program here through primary school and then I grew up in the youth program here with people like yourself and Andrina, and it was amazing. And I went to Camp No Fear every year, and it was... Um, honestly, I said that for the cheer. Um, yeah, and I absolutely loved it. And however, um, stuff happened. Yeah. Tell us about how you drifted, drifted away. 
so after I finished year 12, I became a nanny and lived in the US for a year. I lived in New York. It was amazing. I went to a church over there about once a month because I got one day off a week and the church went from 10 in the morning to like 6 at night. It was a bit crazy. But um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I came back and I came straight back to church. But um, I've always been involved in the drama scene here at church. And I found myself led towards pursuing other acting shoots and things like that. And the rehearsals started to clash with things like youth and drama here and slowly they started to clash with Sundays. So as I stepped more into that world, I started dating a guy who wasn't a Christian and I found myself just further and further pulled away until I wasn't attending at all. And how long was that for for you? That was about five years. Um, sorry, my sister's messaging me. <laughs> really right inconvenient, now, Hannah. Um so I actually got to a point in my acting career outside of church where I'd been nominated as one of the top five amateur actresses in Victoria. And thanks. <laughs> but I remember standing there and receiving the applause and I was the most miserable I'd ever been in my life. Mm, so you'd achieved everything you wanted to achieve. I'd achieved life. everything. I'd gotten so far and I wasn't happy. So how was the process of... Your process of coming back. Uh, my process of coming back was really interesting. I'd stayed in touch with a couple of members of Gateway's drama team and one of them invited me to her birthday dinner and I said, no, I'm not going, the drama team's there. And she's like, no, 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 come along. And I was like, okay. So I got there and I got out of the car and then I immediately decided to get back in the car when um, someone else from the team spotted me and was like, oh my goodness, Laura, I haven't seen you in years and he literally pushed me into the restaurant. So from there I said I'm not coming back to drama and they're like, oh, can you come help with some workshops? You've got a lot of experience. So I went and helped with some workshops and then after about six weeks I ran into Marcy and she wound up putting me on stage because she noticed I hadn't been there on a Sunday. So I didn't have... um, (laughs) Good on Yeah, she she got me in my weakness. It's all good. Um, She knew what to do to get me back in through the door but it was... um, It was really hard. It was really hard. I was worried that I wouldn't be accepted, that people would be like, where's she been? What's been going on? And I'd made a lot of mistakes, or what I considered to be pretty epic mistakes when I wasn't here. Um, But how, how, so how did you feel when you came back? Like, what was it, what, what made the difference? When I came back, what made a difference was nobody asked any of that stuff. Everyone was just so happy to see me. And then I became happy to see them. However, I still didn't believe in anything. I would leave when people started to pray or sing and all that kind of thing. And it wasn't until I went on the Camp No Fear, it's so worth it, Leaders Weekend that I really felt God just say, welcome home. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, I'm going to have to cut the interview short. That's okay. No worries. Give Laura a massive hand. That is actually also the perfect way to leave it because my first thing that I want to tell you that God made the church to be was his house and our home. So God designed us to be a part of his family. So we live to our very fullest self when we are living in his house because that's where he made us to be. As Laura was saying, she'd achieved things in the world that she wanted to do, that she was living, doing much greater things in in her area of expertise in her field, but she wasn't satisfied because she wasn't doing what God made her to do. Um, And, you know, when we were chatting about it, she'd said... I, I love it so much. I would so much rather be on stage at church on Sunday 
doing a, a youth a church drama than in front of in the fringe festival in front of you know like a thousand people um and so he made us to be a part of his church and we get to use every god-given gift and skill and passion to serve him and to others and genuinely make a difference in the world um I love it. In, in the Bible, one of the greatest kings um, in the Bible, his name was David, and he wrote a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and one of, the, one of my favorites is he just says this, I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. Um, and he just, I love that. He was a king. He was a great leader, but he knew where he belonged, and he knew um, that the church was his place. And see, the thing I love is that we're not only God's family, but we're each other's family. Right, So like Olympia was saying, we are our support, support network for each other. We've got each other's backs. We don't bitch about each other. This is a, what we should be doing, what we should be doing as well. right? So this is what the church should be, and I'm hoping that we do this. This is my challenge to you guys. We forgive each other quickly. We say sorry when we mess up. We care for each other, and we help when it's needed. If something goes wrong, we are right there alongside them, helping them out whatever, in whatever way they can. We're mourning together. If something goes well, we are celebrating together, and we're cheering each other on. We practice hospitality. We welcome people into our home. Like when I have someone in my house, if someone doesn't know anyone, I, the first thing I do is go, hey, how are you going? Do you know this person? Introduce them to, to the people who are in my house. Make them feel welcome. Get them a drink. Do you guys do that in church? This is Because this is our home. Um, and this is what I love about the church is that, yes, it's, it's God's house. It's our home. It's a place where we can truly belong and be the fullest versions of ourselves. But it's not about us. Sorry. It's not about me and it's not about you. I had to break it to you. The church exists for those who are not yet a part of it. Because the other thing that God made the church to be is his body. And I know that sounds weird and very Christian-y, so I'm just going to explain that in like... um, So in the Bible, I know this is also very Christian-y, but I'm going to explain it. And I think it's just a perfect way of summing it up. um, One of the apostles, Paul, says, Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body, which is the church. So we are, part, we are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if your gift is serving others, then serve, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership abilities, take the responsibility seriously. Um, and if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, then do it gladly. So what he's saying is he's given us all gifts to, to work together to be a body. Um, He's given us gifts and abilities, and we get to use them and be fulfilled and have, live with a purpose. But we need to remember that that's, that's a responsibility, and what a massive responsibility it is to be the body of Christ, of Jesus. And I saw this story on Facebook, and it, really, it just really hit home to me, and this is what it was about. And this um, author had written, On the street I saw a naked child, hungry and shivering in the cold. I became angry and said to God, Why did you permit this? Why don't you do something? For a while, God said nothing. That night he replied quite suddenly, I certainly did do something. I made you. And for me, that was like a stab in the heart. Wow. So God has trusted us to be his hands and feet in the world. He's given the responsibility of doing all the things that he needs done to us, the church. And we need to play our role. We each play our role in that. Like, you know, like our bodies, if one part isn't working, then the whole body suffers. So next time you're saying, oh, I didn't really get much out of church today, maybe ask yourself, well, what did I put in? And next time you're saying to God, God, why haven't you done something about this? Maybe go, well, what am I doing about that? Because you're his body. So I'm not trying to beat you up, guys. I don't want to make you feel guilty. I'm hoping to inspire you to be the church and to be God's hands and feet in your world and in the world. 
Um, I really believe that church, the church is the hope of the world because it's not just people doing good. It's not just a nice place where people love you. There is a supernatural element because it's God's body. It is, um, in church, people can not only belong and feel at home, but they get to meet the God that made them and the Savior that died for them in Jesus. In church, people can get to know Jesus and be truly transformed and healed and forgiven by a relationship with him. Why on earth would you not want to invite your friends to a place like that? And can I just say, if you don't go to church, and if you've, even if tonight is the first like remotely churchy thing you've ever done, I'm hoping that tonight is blowing your mind in the like what you thought church would would be department. But can I also just say, we would love you to just keep coming along and checking it out, keep coming to youth because this is the church, but also come on a Sunday morning. We meet here. Um, at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning, and that's the whole family, not just the teenagers, Um, and invite your family to come along. The thing you have to know is that you can come exactly as you are. You don't need to be a Christian. You don't need to act a certain way. You don't need to be anything to come along. To be honest, I didn't really have a relationship with Jesus until like two years into going to church. I kind of went for the boys. (laughs) That was for the first two years, I went for the boys, and I got one. He's really hot. Yeah, I did good. But the reason is, I don't care why you come, just come. Um, you don't have to do anything to belong here. You don't have to be a, act a certain way to belong. Just keep checking it out, because I'm sure that you will find that the something that you're noticing about these people and this place is not actually a something, it's a someone. And his name is Jesus, and you are in his house. So... I'm just going to quickly pray, and which is talking to God, and then we're going to go to Life Group's time. Jesus, we love you and we love your church and we just thank you that you created it to be this beautiful family and you created and trusted us to be your hands and feet. We just pray that we can do that well and that we can welcome people in here like this is our own home, um, you know, our our physical home. Um, We just thank you for what you're doing in this place and uh, we love you. In your name, amen. So if you don't know where your life group is or you've never been before, it's up on the screens or come and ask. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.